0: Everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King Air Force Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting over yonder, it's Mark and Denver Dave, and we're here to talk about the NFL. Howdy boys. Hello, good evening. Welcome. <laughs> hey. Boys, boys, boys. We're on to our second lot of reviewing. We did the AFC West and East last week. Today we finish off the AFC with the North and then the South. Before we do that though, we're going to have to do some news because obviously people are moving around in the NFL. Uh, first of which, obviously, the big news is J.J. Watt has signed a two-year deal with the Arizona Cardinals worth up to $31 million with $23 million guaranteed. J.J. had a lot of suitors, let's be fair, um, but he's gone to Arizona and the NFC West, one of the most difficult divisions in football, to try and win something. What do we think? Punk, you
1: first of all, mate? What do you reckon of this move? Well, I've, I... I... It's a bit of a weird one for me. I mean, firstly, that was probably the weakest drum roll I've heard in years. Um, Secondly, I think I don't quite understand why he's gone to the Cardinals. J.J. Watt, you know, he's completely injury prone. What is he now, 33, 34? He's got to be looking at a ring in the next two years. I'm not entirely convinced the Cardinals is the place to go to get a ring in the next two years. Um, I'm sure DeAndre Hopkins was on the blower to him, you know, Giving it the big sell and all the rest of it, but it seems strange to me, put it that way. Um, I mean, you'd say it's a nice contract for him, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I think I, you know he's not he's not completely washed up, but he's he's not playing enough games regularly now to to really kind of dominate a D line.
2: I think it makes perfect sense. And I think it's a great move for both parties. I mean, if you look at JJ, what, he's basically going to play in the desert. And as we've seen in recent years, going to warm weather climates extends your career significantly. So he's going to basically, uh, play this in the is desert. is not exactly cold, is it? Well, it's not, but at the same time, well, what apart you, from what this you... last month, but well, yeah, there is, <laughs> right, uh, right. no, so essentially he's going to a place where he's going to have less on his shoulders as well. So ever since, uh, Ever since um, Clown is gone, it's been literally only the Tex. It's been in, uh, only him on the pass rush of the Texans. Whereas he goes to Arizona, he's got Chanda Jones. He's got um, sitting behind him Isaiah Simmons. I mean, Bud baker has um, been doing decent in the pass rush recently as well. So he can go there and kind of not. I don't want to say sort of have a bit of time off, but he can reduce the number of snaps he's playing and be more of an impact player. And if you can get him to come in sort of towards the end of a game and be as strong as we know he can be, then it absolutely makes sense for him to do that. And we also know that um, Cliff Kingsbury is not a guy who likes to absolutely beast his players in training. It's kind of, you know make sure that you're in good condition and turn up on game day and wreck someone's squad you know that that's what he's known for same as the reason people go to you know play for sean mcveigh because he, he doesn't kill
1: you in training you know you, you you saying about sean McVay there that's a good point you know he could have gone to the rams or somewhere because, i don't think he could have the rams yeah, have what, got nowhere near enough cap space okay but what i'm saying is there are more playoff win now ready teams than the arizona cardinals if you're telling me the cardinals are going to walk a division that's got the seahawks the 49ers and the rams in it next season then i don't
2: think
1: it's necessarily about
2: winning for it JJW. has to be about winning for JJW. i don't think i don't think it is because what you you know apparently it was down to arizona and buffalo Those were the options that were apparently on the table for him. And there was more money in Arizona. And also you're playing in warmer weather. But if he could go into... You know, Steve Kine would have basically said to him we need a pass rush in that division they've got Matt Stafford they've got um, Seattle they've got whoever's playing for San Francisco but look at the pass rush all the other teams have got you know it's decent pass rush all of them in mean, Seattle's a bit dodgy yeah, I get that, there, but when but the second when, week you well, when,
1: when you're an all pro no I like forget JJ. his name come <laughs> on you want <laughs> to <laughs> so win a, a Super bowl. bowl you want to no, get, you, get to a Super Bowl you absolutely do But i do not I don't, you're doing that with the
2: Cardinals no I don't believe you are either but I think what you're also looking at is the fact that that you know, he's going to be able to go there and dictate his terms. And I'm not necessarily talking, talking money terms. It's how how everything's run, how you are being used, what your contract setup is. So it's not as much as a money, but what your actual setup is, what's guaranteed, how many off days you go, what your training is, whether you have to come in for OTAs, what your contract signings are, all that kind of things. You're going to be able to negotiate it significantly more in Arizona so I think you're basically left with a decision of: Do you want to go and play with one of your mates and potentially extend your career by another two, three years after this, or maybe only go and play two years? he we, will be in the league now for another four or five years. If you didn't want to go to Buffalo, you'd have been there for two, and that would have been it. It'd been done. So I think he's possibly extended his career by being able to um, go in and demand that you know what he might I don't. Have extended I don't his do career. This
1: padded, padded but he's not going to win a Super Bowl.
2: No, and, but and surely
1: he- you went to the NFL. As a player wanting to win a Super Bowl, but and that's just probably, not going to happen. But he's
2: probably going to ex He's probably going to extend his career by another f- four or five years. Get himself another
1: forty million or so. Are you and, genuinely and telling me you can see the Cardinals winning a Super Bowl in four years?
2: Well, if you look at the setup that they've got, they've got decent wide. They've got very good wide receivers. Decent secondary wide receivers. They're not going to win their division in the, in the
1: next four years.
2: Well, I think they will. <laughs> and in terms, if you look at. Um, the, the actual talent they've got and the youngsters they've got. And I, do you know what? I really like that. I think that there's some real talent on that team. I, there
0: there is talent. talk about the Cardinals next week, boys. We've got other stuff to talk about yeah. today. Let's not get too far into that rabbit hole. <laughs> Although JJ, really what's right money that. grabbing? That's all it is. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> not playing in January will extend his career by at least a couple of years. You're right, Dave. So yep. Minnesota have released tight <laughs> ends Carl uh, Rudolph after Correct. 10 seasons with the team. Rudolph, who was a second-round pick in 2011, had a new contract in 2019. That also meant the Vikings can save a $5 million in cap space with this move. Um, Been a loyal servant for the Vikings. You know, when year, lean years on offense, uh, he was one of the few bright spots. Obviously, they're trying to move away from uh, throwing to the tight end first now with uh, Jefferson and, and Thielen still about. But uh, hopefully, he'll find somewhere to, uh, you know. I'm, I'm sure he sure will definitely
1: in. be in the league still. Yeah, he'll definitely get picked up by somebody. I mean, he's 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 one of those tight ends that's always been good and an upper echelon tight end without ever being great or elite. Mm. Um, He's always been a decent pass catcher. You know, he's never a, a player that you ever hear any news about. So, you know, that's always good for teams as well. And you know, a ten year vet, if you can pick him up at a decent price, he's gonna he's gonna assist a young team somewhere. So, yeah, I mean, he'll he'll be in the league for the next few years, I would expect. Yeah, I agree. I think he's, what, 31 now. Um, mm-hmm. He'll be still,
2: you know, he's going to be 32 by the end of next season. So he's still got a couple of, uh, he's only just gone 31 was what I meant. He's only, you know, he's, he's got a good few seasons on him left. And as you say, he's a pass catcher. he's a decent blocker. And I think one of the big things for him is, uh, I've, I've had him in a couple of my fantasy teams um, in uh, years gone by. And so you obviously keep an eye on him more because they're in your fantasy team. Mm-hmm. And last year was a bit of a rough year for him. Um, not too many touchdown passes. Uh, not too many. Generally, not that much production because he was used significantly in the past in the um, block, uh, in the past blocking game. So it doesn't surprise me that they've kind of let him go because you don't want to overpay a. a pass blocking tight end you can essentially get a fallback to do that it's not too much of a big deal so they haven't utilized him massively but he'll still be in the league 100 it wouldn't surprise me if he he's going to have to go somewhere and he's going to have to get a prove me contract it's going to be a two three four million dollar contract for one season and it's going to be with someone like like the Steelers for example you, you know Steelers love picking up a tight end in free agencies what they did with Eric Ebron last season would that wouldn't surprise me it wouldn't also surprise me if he goes to um, someone like Buffalo or even someone like the Jets the Jets need, the Jets need a, a few tight ends or even New England he will go somewhere because there's a massive market for tight ends at the moment and I guarantee 100% he's probably already got two or three offers on the table as we yeah. speak
0: he got a glowing review from his uh, from his team as well so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely,
2: and is I think one of the key things is, is exactly what Punk said. You don't hear anything about him. You don't see pictures of him at a nightclub. It, I don't think there are any nightclubs in Minnesota, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much, you know, not much of a fraud going on about him. So if you he's you he's, he's defin- definitely definitely going to have suitors come in. Um, he will be in the league next season. Don't worry about that.
0: Last big move so far then has been the Miami Dolphins moving on from linebacker Kyle Van Noy just one year into a four-year, fifty-one million dollar contract. It's a strange move for the Dolphins, who look to be investing in Van Noy. They already looked to restructure his contract before announcing his impending release. One possible reason may have been the impressive production from Andrew, Andrew Van Ginkel that led to turning the Dolphins' opinion on this deal. It's a bit of a rough shout for for Van Noy, who's, in my opinion, one of the best inside linebackers in the league. Yeah, but they've
2: freed him up to, to make cap space. Um, I think the Dolphins have been pretty clear on that. Um and they've said it's nothing to do with Carl van Noy. We like him, he's you know, he's a great guy, et cetera, et cetera. And there's obviously the relationship from um Flores and Van Noy working together at the Patriots as well. But I think they've been very clear in saying it's nothing to do with him, and if we can bring him back, we will, but we couldn't sustain that contract. Um, and it's only there to free up cap space and that's it. So I don't I don't think there's anything beyond it than that. Um uh, you know, we know all know Van Noy loves it, loves an interview. <laughs> he loves having a standing there in front of the media. We know that. But I don't think there's anything more to it than exactly what we've heard, to be honest.
1: I'd take him all day long. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. If he's available, then you know. If I'm if I'm Gruden, I'm I'm picking up the phone and talking to him because well, he, he is he is one of the outstanding inside linebackers in the league. Well, I think he um, frees
2: up a roster spot because you can play him at inside or outside linebacker almost. You know, yeah, I, you,
1: yeah, there's no yeah, reason probably, why you could
2: not play him at weak side linebacker. There's absolutely no reason whatsoever. And if you really, you know, for a few snaps, you could probably bring him in and play him at a rookie, as a cover tight end, uh, cover tight end, uh, cover defensive end. There's no reason why you couldn't do that. Um, so he probably frees up a spot or two, but the problem is you're going to be paying him a decent wedge. Um, yeah, no, you know, absolutely, that, that's the big issue. But again, it wouldn't surprise me if it turns up again in Boston. To be honest,
1: he'll he'll that's turn horrible. up
2: somewhere without a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's very good. It's just I think it's a, it's one of the necessary evils, and we, it's not the first time we'll see it this off season. You know, it's one of no. the the things we are going to see with the expected uh, reduction in draft
0: uh, in um, cap space this year. And that was the news. So without further ado, boys, let's move on to our season review. We're going to dive into the AFC North. In my opinion, the most competitive division in football, this right last now. season. Three, the teams through, West. three teams got through to the playoffs in this uh, in this division. <laughs> the top of the tree was the Pittsburgh Steelers. They finished with a 12-4 record, uh, fifth in passing, um, 32nd in rushing. They were... Um, <laughs> 12th in points scored uh, 30th in points conceded the best game I had them was coming back from being 24-7 down to the Colts in week 16 and winning the game by putting up 21 unanswered points uh, quite a turnaround game that one and the worst game was obviously the playoff game against the Browns after we let them into the postseason so there was always that uh, free agents this offseason Bud Dupree is the big one 15.8 million he's 28 years old uh, you've got Avery Williamson, he's, he needs 7.5 million. Alejandro Villanueva at left tackle, he needs 6 million, he's 33 years old. Uh, Matt Filer is our left guard, he needs a, a new contract as well. As uh, Mike Hilton and Cam Sutton our cornerbacks. Juju Smith-Schuster obviously is getting a lot of uh, attention because, uh, well, he's a wide receiver who likes to put stuff on TikTok. Uh, James Conner as well, our number one running back, is you know, possibly not going to get re-signed. Um, Biggest needs I have for the Steelers are the QB position, the running back position, uh, parts of the O-line, the defensive end position, uh, especially if Dupree isn't able to stay, and cornerback because of some of those players having to move on. Um, shall we start with the the elephant in the room, by which I mean Ben Roethlisberger, obviously. Uh, I know what you're going to say, boys, before you even say it, the 41 million reasons uh, why this there is There are
1: 41 million reasons why you should not have Ben Roethlisberger next season. Mm. Well, I thought you might say that. I can that. think of more than that. <laughs> I can think of at least 50 million.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I've I've been looking into this, and actually I found a really good article by Bill Bramwell at uh, ESPN, who had a really good idea of how to fix this situation. So currently the Steelers are 7 million over the projected cap, okay? So one idea to help with the contract issue for Roethlisberger is for them to announce a new four-year $120 million extension for Roethlisberger. Okay. Yeah, and how, much right. of, how much of that is guaranteed, a tenor? Uh, 19 million would be guaranteed, which is already present in unpaid cash for 2021. Okay. Oh, so that's why it's guaranteed. Because yeah, exactly. that's already what it's you're already on, on for books, anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the deal that deal converts to 15 mil <laughs> roster bonus and three of his four mil in base salary into a new 18 million signing bonus across five years of cap space. That means that Ben's cap hit in 2021 would drop from 41.3 down to 26.9 million. That's 14.4 million freed up in cap space. If Ben then retires in the next season, which is entirely possible, the Steelers won't owe any of the $120 million in- listed on this extension, since none was guaranteed. The only slight hit is $14.4 million dead cap space for 2022, but limits should go back up again
1: for that year anyway in the cap. So there is a cap way... Cap is great, isn't it? Oh, I you like can it. pretty much massage anything around that's so what that it cap. works. No, I know, and, uh, and that's what I'm saying. You know, The people, the people that sit on these NFL teams that are the unsung heroes are the ones that are sitting there with their data spreadsheets, mm-hmm. you know... Till till three in the morning, trying to figure out how to save an extra half a mil here, half a mil there. Yeah, you know, they they need extra pay. Um, right. no, he should not be on the roster, regardless of <laughs> five years, hundred and twenty mil. What are you going to be doing with Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah, you know, I think you games, proved maybe? last season. Well, no, you won, you went eleven and zero last season, not beating a team above five hundred. You then completely collapsed and and did nothing in the playoffs against a team that. You know, ordinarily you'd be beating out of sight. Um, your young wide receivers were good. I'll give you that. Thanks. Um, I, I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Juju Smith Schuster, but you know, Diva will as Diva does. Mm-hmm. Um, your running game was completely non-existent. Yeah. James Connor basically you throw him on the scrap heap, mate. Because you know, no one. I'd, I'd be amazed if he turned up anywhere other than. Miami is a third stringer, to be honest. Right. This season. Fine. Fine. Um, I I had your needs about the same, though. Quarterback, O-line, cornerback, and running backs. Mm -hmm. But that's quite a lot of need for a team that, that, that in theory, should be deep playoff material. And let's not forget,
2: in 2020, the Steelers had... Uh, the easiest strength of roster Um, as it currently sits in 2021. They have the most difficult uh, in terms of strength of roster. So they have the hardest schedule next season.
1: Yes. He means schedule. Uh, Schedule. He says, roster. yes,
2: strength of of schedule rather
1: uh, next season. Okay. Um, So I I think that's done on teams that, and their records this year currently. it's it's not always yeah it's not always it
2: it does mean something it means of course it means something and if you're if you're saying that you're in the most difficult division then by definition you need to sort out your danger positions right now um you have to sort out what you're doing at quarterback and you have to sort out before free agency you have to free up all as much space as you can um because quite simply you know you can't go into you can't go into a season or even into a free agency without knowing who your quarterback is
1: well, we and know think, who the quarterback is. It's Dwayne Haskins. He is it's, it's not Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> not the future.
2: I've got more chance of starting next season for the Steelers than, no, than I Haskins. bet you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know.
1: <laughs>
2: it's. I think for the Steelers, you look at last season. The player of the season for them, obviously, is TJ Watt. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think there's any doubt about that. Really, you um, have to sign Bud Dupree back. Have to you sign have to. um, Williamson. Will Villanueva, how old is he? He's got to be 70 now. I mean, he's been around forever. 33. I mean, he's got to re-sign him as well because, you know, how many how many tackles has he given up in the past decade? You know, Not you many. can probably count them on one hand. Not many. <laughs> so... <laughs> you've got cap issues and you've got players you need to re-sign I think the Raiders are in a wonderful position I I think this is a point I meant to mention last week you've got quite a few players for the Raiders who are out of contract but there's not many you really want to go and re-sign so you can kind of let them walk
1: and go and get the guys that you want yeah Yeah, but
2: it allows you to be aggressive in free agency you you know with Bud Dupree I mean that that number you mentioned I think you said about 15 million for Bud Dupree 15.8 now yeah okay that's what he was on last year that's That was his final contract last year. That's not what you've been signing him on. He's not going to go into the room going, can I have what I had last year, please? No. He's going to go <laughs> and go, give me what I had last year, plus 20%. Plus, I played damn well last year, so give me more than that. So it's not 15.8. I get what you're saying, because that's the only number we can go off. Yeah, But it's going to be closer to about 23, 24.
1: Yeah, it's going to be Von Miller money. Oh, Von Miller money. They might be signing Von Miller for all we know. <laughs> well, you never know. Stranger things have happened. <laughs> yeah, indeed. There we go. But yeah. no,
2: I, th- I think it is, it's interesting times for the Steelers because they could be a very, very different team by the time uh, next season starts because of the num- turnaround the of players that they've got. And I don't believe that they will re-sign Juju Smith-Schuster over.
1: I think my big thing with the Steelers, and, you know, all all joking aside and, and all the rubbing, I don't know what they are. They used to be this, you know, real hardcore, run the ball, defensive team, you know, in your face, smash mouth football. And, and they got away from that. And I've no, I don't know what they're trying to be. They've got all these young wide receivers, but the O-line's not giving time to pass. There's no running game, which doesn't help. So everyone's getting double covered. It, it, I just, I don't quite see the vision of what you are trying to be.
2: They have to improve the
1: run game. The run game was diabolical defense. this year.
2: Defense. Oh, but do. that's that's your main thing. Defense, you're absolutely fantastic. But what's your offense on? You what's your offense on? Uh, oh, what's your idea, uh, identification on offense? You can't. There's no launch vertical it. threat really. <laughs> it seems to be the but idea. You, idea you've, you've got
1: a quarterback and, and you can't do, launch it. And if you if you, you lose can. three or four of those players, your defense isn't going to be that good either. I think I think you're in a real danger of ending up in a in a in an eight and eight season next year. That's that's our that's our floor. I mean, eight and eight. We I'd, had that last. I'd year. kill for an eight and eight season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was your season, punk. That's
0: our floor. Yeah. Yeah. your your typical season. Um, I, as far as I'm concerned, Ben has earned the right to run it back one more year. I would still. Aggressively, is there not a business decision here though, that
1: says Ben, you've I'd got be to go.
0: trading up as much as I could to go and get one of the top four quarterbacks in this draft. Um, How I much capital have to you do got? so? It doesn't How matter much, with a rookie
1: quarterback. we d- no draft capital to be able oh, to d- move up. You're going to need to be able to tempt someone into something. So you know, we've got eight who, picks in this draft. I think it is. you got seven
2: picks. You pick in twenty-four, fifty-five, eighty-eight, one-nineteen you so going to gonna- Herschel Walker and
1: putting them all in one, I all do in that. one yeah. trade? and I'd do that.
2: Yeah, they're going to have to.
1: Yeah, I'd do mm. it. And then, I mean- and then and then resign everybody.
2: <laughs> F- fantasy yeah. draft. Fantasy draft. Let's say you're moving up to... I don't know. Say you're moving up to three, four, whatever it would be. Who's your, who's your pick? Yeah, who's your pick? Who do you want?
0: Uh, I'd probably go for Trey Lance because I'm assuming... Obviously, Trevor Lawrence will be gone. Um, I think, like you said a couple of weeks ago... Um, once Justin Fields has his pro day, people start talking about him properly and mocks about going in the top three.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Zach Wilson is being heavily touted as the second QB off the board at the moment. So if he's gone as well, then I'd love to take Trey Lance from North Dakota as the quarterback. Yeah. Have him sit for a year because he's one of the guys that you could sit for a year and you wouldn't have to worry too much about people saying, when's he going to start? When's he going to start? Um, Would you
1: not be concerned that Ben gets injured and he has to be thrown in?
2: Yeah, but you'd rather throw in Trey Lance than throw in uh, uh, Wayne Haskins.
1: Well, I, no, I was trying to think. of Mace, I was thinking the name Rudolph. I mean, <laughs> just just going back to Carl Rudolph, you could pick him up as well, and yeah. just have the Rudolph brothers. Oh, well, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> I'd probably
0: just have the Carl <laughs> Rudolph and leave someone.
1: But there we go. This is a dark This is a question. Are they
2: actually related? No, because I'm. I, I, was I say, I'm, so, no. I'm assuming Kyle Rudolph is probably a better quarterback than Mason Rudolph. Is. I mean, there's got to be <laughs> I'd take surely.
0: I'd take him. Uh, we're going to have to move on from the Steelers. We're going to have to go on to the next team and that is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, finished 11-5, and second in division. Their best game I had was them giving, um, it was in week one, a 38-6 stonking over the Browns. Lamar actually threw three touchdowns in that game as well. Of course, you could argue um, for their first playoff win in three years at the Titans if you... Uh, if you were so inclined, um, the worst game I had for them, well, there were a couple, but I'm picking the Week Ten embarrassment of the Patriots. Cam only threw 118 yards and one touchdown, but the Ravens were worse, so that was their best and worst
1: uh, in terms <laughs> that pretty of. Pretty much sums up the Ravens,
0: to be honest. Yeah, yeah. twenty. Uh, they were 32nd in passing yards. They were first in rushing yards. Um, seventh. The complete in opposite of you, basically. 31st <laughs> in points against, so not great on defence like they were a couple of seasons ago. Big free agents, well, Matt Judon, the outside linebacker, he's 29 years old. He needs 16.8 at least to re-sign. Yannick Ngokwe, who they brought in, he needs 12 million. He's only 26 years old, so maybe he's going on somewhere else already. He loves the signing on fee. He does. Um, Willie Sneed, their their safety blanket wide receiver, he, he's got a $6 million contract needed. He's 29 years old. Mark Ingram, who was their featured running back until JK Dobbins was signed up? Um, he's 32 years old. He needs at least 5 million. Derek Wolf, Dave's old favorite from uh, from Denver at defensive end. He, yeah. he needs at least 3 million. RG3, budget Lamar Jackson. Um, he needs another contract. Then you've got Anthony Levine, their uh, strong safety. Tyus Bowser, another outside linebacker. And Penel McPhee, another outside linebacker. Uh, all need uh, to be re signed. So their biggest needs I've got as outside linebacker. Uh, Wide receiver, defensive end, and safety. So a lot of defense needing in there. Um,
1: Yeah, I'd I'd agree with all of that. Um, Mm -hmm. I literally put down two things for the Ravens when I was trying to think about their season and what they are. And I literally went running game good, passing game bad. That's it. (laughs) It's like Tarzan reviewing the the Ravens, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It kind of is, but that kind of does describe exactly what the Ravens are. Yeah. And they are just a running team and there's no getting away from it. And they won't get away from it. Um, yeah, you know, it doesn't matter if you pick up three really good wide receivers, if Lamar Jackson's not going to throw the ball.
2: Mm-hmm. I think I think giving him more wide receivers is going to allow him to throw the ball better. I think one of the issues that they had uh, was they let Hayden Hurst go. Hayden Hurst came to sort of towards the was earing for a new contract because he was still on his rookie deal, and they sent him to Atlanta to replace Austin Hooper, who went to the Browns. and they never really replaced him because it used to be that Lamar Jackson would have those two short options of Mark Andrews one side, Hayden and Hurst the other side. And it didn't really matter what the wide receivers were doing all that much.
1: And as soon as you lose one of those safety blankets, it just made it a lot easier. And and I think what just... everyone figured out. Everyone figured that out, didn't they? they was a, yeah. Literally, mm-hmm. they would take the tight ends out of the game. And that was it. You know, it, it, well,
2: we know we know what Lamar can and can't do. We can't really throw the ball outside the numbers. We know that you can't really throw it outside the hashes. So, no. as long as you protect the infield and then and rush wide um, and make him, you know, apply pressure through the middle with a wide rush, you, you're absolutely fine. And as soon as you lose that second, I don't want to say top class um, wide receiver because I don't think Hayden Hurst is like top five. Maybe maybe not even top ten, no. but he can run a decent route and catch a ball. And that's one thing that they didn't have other than Mark Andrews. And I think it was a massive, massive deal for them. Um, But his name slips me now, but the the fullback they've got is... Utterly brilliant and is worth his weight in gold. Um, I forget his name and I'm not going to remember his name, but he is sensational. Every time I've watched him, their fullback is brilliant. He's about 340 pounds and can do a 440. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I know, I
1: know. He mean I've got a, a beach I mean, in my head. I don't know
0: if that's right. I, don't,
2: I, I genuinely don't know what his name was. If it's not Dave. for Cal Yusechek, <laughs> if it's not for Kyle Juszczyk, then he is the best fullback in the league as far as I'm <laughs> concerned because he's a monster. But Lamar Jackson needs. I mean, this is how bad Lamar Jackson is. His throwing with one of the the world's best fullbacks so that tells you everything you need to know they have to get another tight end they have to. They have to get that passing option, or just someone um, like uh, Cole Beasley, for example. Just someone who can go and find space in the spl- in the slot. Like Dan- Danny Amendola this year, Patrick Ricard. That was it. Um, Hamilton's brother. I used to play for Middlesbrough. So just someone in the <laughs> slot who can actually go and find space and just say, give you an option, not a route to run. Almost just like a free roll. Just go and find space. That's what they need, because Lamar's not a guy who's going to pick pick out someone you know on an out route or anything like that outside of the numbers just give you a short option and it needs to happen on almost every play but they have to scheme for his limitations now they have to
0: my one thing about the ravens was just regression this year from what they did last year other teams more teams managed to figure them out and they seem to regress their playbook like you said they were less inclined to let lamar throw the ball even more so than the year before and it just showed. They just couldn't really get out to massive leads like they were doing a couple of years ago. And when their defence is getting a little bit worse, um, yeah, it's the cracks are getting bigger in that team. And they were lucky to finish above the Browns, to be honest. Uh, and there's a yeah, lot of players agreed. out of contract on that defensive side of the ball. But um, either need re-signing or need uh, upgrading. Yeah, I mean, when you, when you look at... When you look at that offensive front with the likes
2: of Calais Campbell, Derek Wolfe, Judon, Yannick Ngakwe, all these players, you know, you look at them and think, God, they're scary. But how often did you actually really fear coming up against that pass rush? It just wasn't really effective. When when you're talking about, if you're having a conversation about most effective pass rushers last season, I don't honestly think that the Ravens are in the conversation.
0: Mm. Like a bend, not break type defence line, wasn't it?
2: sort of i mean they never really you know there was so many games last season when you know the the steelers were absolutely killing it just constant pressure and Mm. that really wasn't there from the ravens i don't think they were ever exposed as being bad but i think you're right they were just good not brilliant but they're paying brilliant money um that's the issue i think
0: Okay, so third team then in the AFC North is the Cleveland Browns. They also finished with 11-5. and five. That's a, a massive result for them. Best game, I could say the playoff win over the Steelers, but I think the week 13 win over the Titans is worth a shout as well. Mayfield threw a franchise-high four touchdowns in the first half, and the defence held Derek Henry to 60 yards rushing. Dave, stop shaking your head like that. I don't,
2: I don't <laughs> care if they won that game by 200 points. Winning a playoff <laughs> game against the Steelers, that's their <laughs> biggest game of the decade, not of the season. So
1: I could say decade, possibly. I'll in their tell you history, what, it what. Poss- no, it's not in their history. But I, yeah, no, I, I could definitely go decade. Maybe <laughs> even, maybe even this century, maybe even this <laughs> yeah. century. I that or the first game back as as yep. a franchise in the yeah. last
0: forty years. It's mm. the best game they've ever had. Uh, worst game I could say the loss yes. to the Jets. And it, this is this this
2: sums up the Browns. Yeah. It sums up the Browns as well that the best game they've ever had is not because of their brilliance, but because of another team's incompetence and mistakes. Well, that's why I didn't put that it. sums up everything you need to know about the Cleveland Browns.
0: I picked a good performance of <laughs> theirs, Dave. You've, you've sullied it. Um, worst game, I could set a loss to the Jets in week 16 or a couple of blowout divisional losses to the Ravens and the Steelers, but the 16 6 Dirge Fest game at home to the Raiders has got to remind Browns fans of seasons past. So thank you very much, Punk, for your involvement in that one.
1: You're welcome. You're welcome. They released chap, a DVD and... for that game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a large, <laughs> large following of that game. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> they finished
0: 24th in <laughs> passing yards, uh, third in rushing yards. Thanks to that two-headed monster. Um, they were 14th in points scored and 12th in points conceded. Uh, big free agents, not many. Olivier Vernon, outside linebacker, he's 31 years old. He needs at least 11 million to come back. Carl Joseph, strong safety. He only needs 2.5
1: mil. X raider, I believe, uh, Punk. He's twenty eight. He I'd get rid of him. I'd get rid of him. <laughs> I wouldn't did. I wouldn't even keep him. No, I I genuinely wouldn't. I don't think he's ever he's ever actually kind of properly stepped up and become a, a, a decent NFL player. I think, you know, you might you might take him to fill a roster, but that's about it.
0: Mm. Former Super Bowl MVP Malcolm Smith, outside linebacker, he's thirty two, he only needs one million to re sign. And Rashad Higgins at wide receiver. Nine hundred and ten k. He's tw- he's twenty seven years old. I think big news for the uh, the Browns is uh, Andrew
2: Sandejo. So, who is the most hated player on the Browns roster? Anytime <laughs> you go anywhere near any kind of sort of fan site, all they do is slag him off. You go on Reddit, and there are there are threads specifically linked to how much they hate him, and he does nothing but make a mistake. So, I guarantee he's not going to get re-signed. Um, in terms of Cole Joseph, though, if you're only paying him two and a half million, mm-hmm. it makes sense to bring him in. Mm. It makes absolute sense to bring him in. But the, the fact is, he's 28, he's played at safety for you know, a long time, he's got experience, and there's going to be one organisation that's going to throw four or five million at him. So I don't think you're going to get the opportunity to sign him for a couple of million. So I think he's probably going to price himself out of a move and good luck to him. you know.
1: Some of the good things that I saw out of the Browns this year yeah, it looked to me as though once they got past those first kind of five or six games where they had a bit of a creaky start, it mm-hmm. looked like Mayfield suddenly clicked into gear and became a decent NFL quarterback. At um, the same time that OBJ got injured, it, it, was, it, it was it was mysteriously around the same time that OBJ <laughs> got injured. Now whether they, these two uh, things can be correlated or not, I'm not sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, like you were saying, Chubb and, and Hunt are a great tandem at running back. Um, you know, and and it gives Mayfield that time to be able to find his receivers. Um, and when he's not being forced to throw to someone that isn't catching the ball, then, you know, you spread it around and, and good things happen. Um, I thought Garrett and Ward on the defense were exceptionally good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think Garrett considering where he left off the season before smashing your quarterback in the face with a helmet. Um, yeah. I think, I think he, he, he kind of, he stepped up and actually kind of became much more of a leader on the team. Um, kind of like you'd, you'd want someone to after having a bit of a meltdown like that. Um, I think, One of the main things for me, though, with that team, where they can definitely improve. And like you said there, you know, they're not losing any real major pieces this offseason. I think their wide receivers can definitely get better. And I think, you know, if they can get rid of OBJ, then they need to get rid of OBJ. You know, he's just a distraction.
2: Get rid of OBJ, get rid of Rashard Higgins. Not necessary. Don't need either of them. Both divas get rid. I agree. They haven't got I good track more record of,
0: of signing wide receivers, though, have they, boys? I mean, you know, no, they don't, they well, don't I mean, draft good talent. I mean, they, they lucked out on Landry because obviously he was kind of desperate to leave uh, Miami at the time and yes. would go anywhere. But apart from that, I think, they really haven't hit I, since Josh Gordon, and that's a one. I think season. it's going
2: to be much, much easier, though, for them to go and get wide receivers now just because they're a playoff team. You know, and yeah. they've got a yeah. franchise quarterback and they've got a quarterback who's protected. Their big strength now is their offensive line. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, they got uh, Tristan Wirfs in uh, right tackle, Conklin at left tackle. Yes.
1: Um,
2: and there's talk now of, uh, I want to say it's Wyatt Teller, their right guard. There's talk of him becoming the highest paid um, guard in the history of the NFL because PFF mm. had him as the best guard in the league. PFF had the Browns' offensive line as the number one rated offensive line. I mean, who the hell thought that was going to happen this time last year? It wasn't, we know one it wasn't the case last
0: year.
2: <laughs> and so that offensive line is a real, real weapon for them. And when you've got a great offensive line, it helps everything. It helps the pass game. It helps the run game. It yeah. even helps the defense, it even helps special teams. It really does mm-hmm. because it means you're having to have less players. You're having to have fewer players help on, you know, blocking at the line of scrimmage and you're winning the line of scrimmage constantly and that's the real that's the real benefit for the Browns this season. If they want to go, they're at that level now, where they're, they're where they're going to be in the playoffs probably for the next three or four years, on and off. And they're going to win the odd playoff game. They're going to do all right, you know. And that's what they are. That's their identity right now. The first thing is how do they get to that next level? And it's as you said, Jim, go and get talent. They're, you know, one thing that we've seen them consistently do is draft well. Let's be honest, it's not that difficult when you're picking one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. So it, they've got to draft better in the second round, and they've really got to go and be more successful in free agency. And they've, But they are now a team who can go and attract that kind of talent. It, I think it's somewhat uncharted territory for the Browns recently. Absolutely. And it, I think
1: you're right. And I think they've definitely got a window of opportunity here. Yes. If if they get the recruitment right over the next two three years, I would not be shocked to see them in an AFC Championship game.
0: 100%. I would not
1: be shocked to see them, you know, knocking on the door of the Super Bowl for at least two or three years. Yeah. Um, I don't they, think they'll win a Super Bowl. I no, don't think they'll win a Super Bowl. It's the, they will and get and beat they in might the championship game. I mean, or something you know, like that, they might get but... it right. They might get it right, but they need to get it right this year, next year, to really give themselves that that good yeah. year three, year four opportunity to 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 really make make a difference. So so the one start thing they can't do: the
0: sky, cats will marry dogs. I yeah. mean, the Cleveland Browns in the Super Bowl. I don't want to live in that world, boys. <laughs>
2: you might not have a choice, mate. But one thing they can't do. One thing they I absolutely do have can't do. <laughs> is they can't go. You do. You can't go and pay Olivier Vernon 20 million a year. That's is that kind of thing we've seen yeah. the Browns do a hundred times. You can't do that. Yeah. The second, the second we hear the 31-year-old Olivier Vernon, who, let's be on it, let's be honest, for the past couple of years, he's looked a bit, I don't want to say past it, but beyond his slower, bet, slower slightly more slower. labored, let's say. Yeah. The second he signs an 18 million pound a year deal, I'm checked out. I'm done on the Browns because that's the type of shit that should not happen right now. The whiff of desperation is as it? simple as that. Oh, unbelievably. And yeah, get rid of OBJ. Don't you don't matter, if you go if you only get a third, only get a third. Don't care. Get rid of yeah, him. Exactly. He, he's not needed. You are not needed in this building. Get out. And so what if you lose a huge amount of, if you lose massive amounts of money on him and you've overpaid on draft capital, all that kind of thing, so what blame it on the last organization? There's a new GM in there now. It makes no difference. Just yeah, get rid a- of him.
0: They've got a chance now to focus on the wide receiver position, safety, and linebackers, where they've got some weaknesses, and really target them and drop, rather than having to worry about the quarterback position every time. And they kept holding the franchise coach for a season. He even got coach of yeah. the year
2: because he won a playoff. Yeah, build game. a franchise. Build a <laughs> franchise. Don't build a team. That's what mm. you need. You need to build exactly. a culture and an organisation of winning. And this is they—they've they've got a real, real opportunity to do that now. Got a good coach, good GM. They seem to be finally getting everything sort of. In place, I don't think um, Baker Mayfield is particularly special, but he's not diabolical either. He's, I think, he's fine. I think he's okay. He can, he's got limitations, but I think he's basically a young Derek Carr, if I'm honest. I think he's fine. Yeah, no, he has, I, he has I moments of that. insanity, but I think he's, yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with him. He's all right. Let's hope they don't break
0: it up
1: he'd... as usual with Well, I suppose <laughs> the uh, the only thing I would say is that maybe the one position you've missed there that you know they they really could do with some help his cornerback as well. Oh, um, I don't know. I don't think so. Greedy uh, Denzel, well, Ward. Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward is special. Ward, yeah. Greedy Williams, Greedy Williams you got to have him one on dimensional. The field. You've got to have yes. him on the field. The problem with Ward is he's 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 starting to miss games.
2: I'm and not sure he has. He's wow. missed minutes and he's missed snaps, definitely. But he's got Greedy Williams next to him. And one of the reasons that Greedy Williams has looked terrible is because they only given him uh, deep coverage and um, playing Denzel Ward in shallow coverage. It needs to be the other way around. Mm. Um, but they'll have to go out and get a cornerback, a good, solid cornerback who's you know going to be able to provide yeah. them with coverage. But I don't think it's a worry for them. I think possibly pass rush is going to be slightly more of a worry. Um, but... I mean last season they were having success but again we've seen as soon as Myles, as soon as Miles Garrett was out they were really struggling to get any kind of uh, change at the opposition quarterback so I think that's probably an area of focus but I think wide receiver definitely is where they need to improve 100% it's where they need to improve yeah.
0: Let's move on then to the last team in the AFC North that was the Cincinnati Bengals they finished 4-11 and uh, 1 they were 27th in passing uh, 24th in rushing, they finished 29th for points scored and 11th for points conceded. Their best game I had, well, painfully, it has to be the Week 15 Monday night game where they beat the Steelers with Ryan Finley under center. Uh, they got out to a 17-0 halftime lead and finished 27-17. Worst game. Okay, so I'm going to go put the Week 10 36-10 loss to the Steelers when Joe, Joe Burrow was still healthy. Rafflesberger put up over 300 yards passing and four touchdowns. So you win some, you lose some um big free agents aj green 18.1 million 33 years old um will he come back probably not uh, john ross the uh, the first round pick speedster apparently um he needs at least 4.2 million he's 27 years old already and will jackson another first round pick at cornerback um he's 29 he needs 2.4 at least uh to stay with the bengals um Biggest needs, well, I had them down as right tackle, Uh, need to protect Joe Burrow. They used that first round pick on left tackle Jonah Williams in 2019, but they have to secure the tackle position. Bobby Hart was an absolute turnstile um, last year. Mm -hmm. Right guard as well, so Alex Redmond, at right guard doesn't help the line either, so get more help in there. Wide receiver, obviously T Higgins looks very good, but the mystery is AJ Green is actually out of contract this season. Um, so, need to give some AJ wel- Green without a
2: contract last season. He was uh, franchise tagged. He's franchise tagged. Exactly. So, yeah. No contract gonna get to word, He's going
0: to get um, franchise
2: tagged again. But if you franchise tag a player back to back, of course, you would then have to pay him the franchise tag plus an extra amount on top of it as well. Exactly. Which yeah. I just
0: don't see them doing for AJ Green. I just don't see it. He no. doesn't play enough no. anymore. And he was always a bit of a fingers anyway when he played. Um,
2: well, it's the stupid he moments was. he had. How many times have we seen AJ Green? You know, he'll, he'll all of a sudden have a brilliant game, and then he'll walk up and smash someone in the face for no reason because he called him a name. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing, you idiot? Get back on your bench. I mean, I do, I do feel slightly sorry out.
1: for AJ Green, especially early in his career, because he had so many dodgy quarterbacks thrown at him that you know, ideally, you needed him opposite Julio Jones in Atlanta <laughs> rather than being in in the Bengals, but to really kind of show what he could do. But, he was I mean, I, above I, above I agree. agree with everything you've said pretty much. Say that again. He, yes, he was drafted was above. That draft, above wasn't it? Indiana. He was drafted like third. Yeah, yeah same draft. Yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree positionally. I think both lines definitely need work. Um, you know, Burrow, when he was fit, did look like a franchise quarterback. He seemed to settle in quite quickly. Um, mm-hmm. He was good. He was doing the right things. But his line was getting him killed. And eventually, you know, things like that will happen. So they have to they have to shore up those lines. They have to shore up the D line and just get some pass uh, rush and get people off the off the field. D mm-hmm. line I
2: think's okay. Um last year they got uh, DJ Reader and I think they've still got Geno Atkins. Um and, and I think they're fine. Is, is they're fine if they can slowing. keep them fit. That's the problem. Um, and last year, they couldn't mm. keep them fit. I like Sam Hubbard um, and Cole Lawson's a guy who's been around the block, of, block a few times. Uh, their defensive front's not bad, but it's, it's the problem with the Bengals is what we've always seen. is as soon as you get past those starters, the backups are garbage. It's trash.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's yeah.
2: utter trash. Um, yeah. The Wide receivers aren't good enough. Sensational running backs. I'm a massive fan of Joe Mixon. I really like Joe Mixon. And then they've got Perrine, um and Gio Bernard, I mean, Bernard, he just keeps he keeps on getting I'm yards.
1: He's, 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 he's the new Darren Sproles, isn't he? Well, I was going to
2: say, he's the new Darren Sproles. He's like a little mini Frank Gore. He just <laughs> gets his head down and just fights for yards. And he, he'll get five yards when he should only get one. And it's little things. Yeah. It's, it's those dirty yards that you need. Um, there's gaps all over this. We could spend 25, 30 minutes talking about this roster. There's gaps mm-hmm. all over it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and it's a shame for Joe Burrow. That's all I can say. Never, I'm not having this about. It's a shame for AJ Green. I'm not having right. it. It's a shame for Joe Burrow because AJ Green can go somewhere when he's 36, and someone will always. I mean, we saw last year. Des Bryant got signed. Don't give me this. That's I mean, true. Wide receivers always. I forgot get
1: about Des. I'm not having. You know, yeah. It's Joe Burrow. I feel sorry for. He, Does that mean if if Des got it last year, is it To's turn this year? Oh, he, stayed, he did an interview a couple of weeks ago. On, he still um, thinks he's fit enough.
2: Yeah, that's Shannon right Sharpe and was uh, what is it undisputed? He was doing an interview on there saying he still wants to talk, get what well, pipe down. What is he forty three now? Forty four? He's about fifty. I don't know what he is. But yeah, no, he's uh, <laughs> he was still talking about being disrespected and not going to the Hall of Fame. You're in. Pipe, we don't <laughs> want to hear it anymore. <laughs> Give me any of that. <laughs> For now, there's, there's massive issues. I mean, Billy Price was picked up in the first round about three or four years ago as a guard. Well, technically as a tackle, he then got moved to guard and he was shout at guards. So they had to move him to centre. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Jordan was being classed as, not that one, was being classed as one of the, the better uh, right guards. And he's, I don't even know if he's still there now, but he's no longer on the roster, I don't think. Um, Alex Redmond's a free agent, as they say. They're going to need to bring in new guards. And I just don't think they're good enough anywhere on the line. And apart from... Uh, what is it, CJ Uzuma? I can't name another tight end. The one like, tight legit. I can't... Yeah, They need
0: to sort that
2: out. And he's not—he's not really a pass catcher either. He's—he's no. a, he's a blocker. And they don't have a tight end. You know, it's—it's it's hard being Joe Burrow. I mean, is. But this—that's how good Joe Burrow is. He looked good in mm. that offense. In yeah, that I know. offense, imagine that, what he That looked. was
1: the thing. And he looked good in that offense against the Steelers.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I already said that hey. game. All right. <laughs>
0: No, he it's he paid, not. They paid Trey he's... Wayne's forty-two million to sit behind Mackenzie Alexander last year. The Bengals Jesus. are really strange to me because they're so tight normally on giving constant no sense, does it? And they pay that money no Trey to Trey Wayne not start him.
2: So, quick question, um, and I, I don't know the answer to this. This is my. This is just proving my ignorance. What's their What's their situation at GM? Have they got a new GM? Is it the same guy they've had for ages? Are they likely to do anything different to what they've done previously? Uh, I believe it's it?
0: yeah. I haven't heard of any uh,
1: changes. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't recall them changing anything.
2: Okay, so essentially, then, what it means is they're still going to be Bengalish and they're going to continue to do exactly what they've done previously and not spend money in free agency. Absolutely. Uh, that, yeah. Probably. Oh God. Okay. Well, let's move on then, because the Bengals are going to continue to be Bengalish. <laughs> it's a shame as well because they've got three three other really good teams in that division. It's just mm-hmm. a recipe for disaster.
0: We'll see how it goes. Uh, On to the AFC South yeah. then, boys. And uh, the first team up is the Tennessee Titans. They finished 11-5. <clears throat> 23rd in passing, 2nd uh, in overall rushing. They gave they scored the 4th most points and gave up the ninth most in points against. Uh, the best game, picking Week 12 divisional win at the Colts. Derek Henry got 3 rushing touchdowns and they beat the Colts 45-26, two weeks after losing to them at home. Um, worst game, only lost six games, but all were pretty devastating. They lost to the Browns and the Bengals. The Packers destroyed them when they were vying for a good seeding position. But that playoff loss at home to the Ravens was worse than the 20-13 to scoreline, as far as I'm concerned. Um, big free agents, Jadeveon Clowney, he needs 13 million. He's 28 years old. Daquan Jones, defensive tackle, he's 30 years old, needs at least six, uh, 7 million. Corey Davis, their first-round pick at wide receiver a few years ago, he's 26, oh, wow. needs at least 6.3 million. Jack Crawford, another defensive tackle, he's 33, um, needs a contract. Will Compton, the inside linebacker, he's 32. Marshall Newhouse, their right tackle, he's 33, he needs at least 1 million. Uh, Then Johnny Smith, their number one tight end, he's 26. Only needs about 800k, (laughs) but uh, we'll see. Maybe a bit more. Uh, Khalif Raymond. Not having it. (laughs) (laughs) Khalif Raymond, wide receiver, he's 27. And Jayon Brown, another inside linebacker, he's 26. Do you fancy, guys, a little, big names, fancy a little
2: over or under because I reckon Johnny Smith's going to sign somewhere for ten million this Ooh. season. That's what I reckon. I'm do you fancy oh, a little over or under?
0: under. I'd say under. I think it's ten million.
2: Yeah, I can see that. I reckon in ten. No, I, I don't know how many years it will be, but next season he'll earn ten million as oh. a free agent somewhere. I reckon that's what I because he's he, under. how many? You had him last season. There's not that many tight yeah. ends picked up in fantasy. Yeah. No, I I think he'll I think genuinely he'll command big money. He was what, 26 now. You had him in free agency in uh in fantasy and you were starting him uh well you you picked up uh um, uh Kittle pretty early. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kittle obviously got injured and then you were picking up Smith and it was like yeah, it was taking out, taking out, you know, hell and putting in fury. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, there's one point you played against me, and I think mean, he got three touchdowns in a game or something. He yeah, worked about 25 good. points against
0: My me. Backup, yeah.
2: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. He's still good in the run game as well, uh, in the uh, blocking game as well, both run and pass. I genuinely think he's going to be going to the Titans, going, give me shed loads of money. The only thing that's going to keep him there is exactly what you said earlier on, Punk, his want to win, because this is a playoff team. Mm. If he stays, That £10 is off the day. I don't think they're going to be getting £10 from the Titans. If he goes in free agency, he's going to be going to the highest bidder. And they are going to be paying him a lot of money because he is probably the best tight end on the market at the moment. Um, And he's going to be a big loss for them because the amount of times he was a get-out-of-jail-free card for them was enormous.
0: He's got a good Um, bargaining position because actually every single tight end for the Titans is out of contract this season. So... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Got no Here the two of them. Give me their taking. money and yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> There's one thing that really surprised me about this Titan teams when I was just looking back over their season because I didn't watch them a huge amount. Most of what I saw of them this uh, last season was was kind of highlights and stuff. But I was really shocked to find out that their defense was third worst in the league for sacks, mm. third worst in the league for sacks, and they'd signed Clowney as well. I yeah, mean, but they it's they, just they, ridiculous. They they lost talent on the defensive line as well um, from
2: the previous season, so it's not too much of a shock. Jarell I mean, Casey, again, it was a bend and break. Jarrell Casey, yeah, um, moving to the Broncos and doing the square root of Jack. <laughs> um, but it's I, I don't, I don't think for it them. It just surprised me because I
1: always, weapon. I no, it wasn't, but it, it just surprised me because I always relate the Titans with having good lines, you know, O line, D line. You, you can pretty much guarantee that's where the Titans' strengths are. So I was, I was just surprised that that they were as bad as they were um, in in getting pressure. Um, I think overall, I think made slightly underperformed from where they were the season before. But it might just be a case of people had figured them out a bit, and you know they maybe got a little bit too one-dimensional uh, at times with their run game rather than oh, than passing. Um, no but I I like the Titans. I think the Titans uh, uh, again have got some opportunity here. Now they do need to sort the roster out a bit. Again, strength in depth is is a bit of an issue. Um, but yeah, I th- I think they'll still be there or thereabouts next season. Yeah, I think
2: um, they're at the moment they're in the news because they want to cut Isaiah Wilson, who's got. Well, there's several million reasons why they want to cut Isaiah Wilson. I was going to say, um, yeah, right they tackle wife.
0: was my first, my biggest need for them because uh, yes, they, they they drafted Isaiah Wilson in the first round last year, but Isaiah Wilson played four snaps and was cut mm-hmm. from the team after two COVID scares and getting arrested twice. One of those was for driving into a concrete wall. Yes. Um, to I say mean, this, man, this man hasn't <laughs> worked out for them would be an understatement.
2: Yes. Um they will they'll get out pretty quickly of that, so it's not too much of an issue. I think they need a they need a wide receiver, they absolutely need wide receivers. I I like I do like AJ Brown. I don't think he's the number one receiver though. I think he's one of those guys who's a good number
1: two. Um he, he I really think reminds me of um oh who is it? DK Metcalf a couple of years ago. So when uh, DK Metcalf came in, first came in, he he played in a very similar way um to the way Brown does. And he kind of learned how to be a better possession receiver and then run with the ball, and I think that that's exactly what they need to turn Brown into. He needs to become their version of DK Metcalf, and if he can do that, then then I think they're onto something.
2: I don't think he's a big enough white route runner. How often do you see AJ Brown creating separation through clever moves? It's only through sheer pace.
1: But that's, that's what he problem. needs. But that's what he, he needs to learn. That's what DK Metcalf learned. He learned how he to.
2: I don't think he can learn it, though. That's the problem. I'm not sure he's got it. But they need to go out and they need to get someone like Kelly Galladay, Um, someone in free agency who's a proper, genuine number one receiver. Um, But, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of receivers in this draft. It's pretty heavy in terms of uh, receiver talent. So there's Mm -hmm. no reason why they can't go and potentially throw a couple of wide receiver picks in round three or round four or something like that and possibly you know, mine for gold. Um, there's not a lot of gaps on that roster and I think they're very, very talented. Um, in terms of their player of the season, I mean, it's a bit of a no-brainer, let's be honest. Um, you can't really lead the league in rushing yards and not be a uh, player of the season. So I think it's it's somewhat of a uh, no-brainer that it's Derek Henry. But as close as they feel to being a Super Bowl team, they also feel quite a long way away from being a Super Bowl team as well, if that makes any sense. yeah, um, yeah. And... I'm with you. I think they were
0: better than I thought they would be this season, but... Yeah, I think there aren't many, there aren't many holes in that roster, but I think inside linebacker, so J.L. Brown and Will Compton are out of contract. Um, have they shown enough to be starters anyway next season? Their they're inside linebacker cause not... Oh, I wouldn't have thought of and defensive tackle as well. So Daquan Jones, like I said, needs more money and someone else to share some of the load that knows tackle because he's getting on a bit, you know.
2: They've still got Jack Crawford, though. Crawford's okay.
0: Yeah, but again, he's out of contract. He's 33. So, oh, is he? He's, oh, yeah,
1: okay. he's 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 bounced around for quite a few years now. I don't but, know he's out a contract. No, fair I enough. I spent some time the, with the Raiders.
0: Hi, everyone. The Cowboys. <laughs> the a, a, yeah, I'm going. I'm going to hit the board more often than not if I say that. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah it's just a slight um come down year, obviously for the Titans. They made the championship game two years ago, but and then getting knocked out in the first round this time, especially when they played at home by winning the division, but. Yeah, they've obviously got a very good core. They don't have to worry about their quarterback or their running back positions. Their number one wide receiver is pretty much set. But, you know, they just need to be a little bit less conservative, I guess, in the draft. They're always very steady-eddy with their picks. And I think they, they could do with going for a, um, a higher ceiling. Um, it's eight. true. see they did, they did uh, try it with Isaiah Wilson. didn't work. But I um, hope that doesn't <laughs> that mean, too much. <laughs> every year, every year
2: we watch the draft. And at the end of it, there's always one team that have done well, and there's a host of teams that have done you know you look and you think oh they they've made some good picks. when was the last time you sat there and thought oh god look who look who the look who the Titans got It's amazing yeah. it doesn't happen yeah. that's that's just, it's just not a thing, is it um but it is what it is you know they'll I think they'll still be good enough next season because of the division they're in
0: mm-hmm. so next team is the Indianapolis Colts, also eleven and five uh they finished with the eleventh best in passing yards, eleventh best in rushing yards. Uh, ninth best in points scored tied for 22nd for points conceded their best game uh, can't pick a playoff game this time so I think the week 11 game where they went toe-to-toe with the Packers and won 34-31 rookies Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman both scored touchdowns in that one so that's always nice to see worst game I mean they lost to the Jags in week one so I can't overlook that really (laughs) is uh as as a worst game Jags one win of the season Yeah. yeah Um, free agents, Jacoby Brissett, um, he's 29 years old. He needs at least 15 million. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, um, he's <laughs> two years old. Needs at Sorry, you least- might as well give me there. 15 million. Uh, I know. Jacoby
2: Brissett is not getting 15 million for the rest of his career. <laughs> It's no, likely that
0: Jacoby will be back in Indianapolis. There's other teams that probably want him or, or need him more. Uh, Tealway Hill, as said, yeah, 32, He needs at least 13 million. Justin Houston, 32-year-old defensive ending. He's looking for 12 million at least to stay on. Uh, Danico Autry at defensive end, he's 31. Um, Malik Hooker, their first-round safety, he's now 25, going to look for a big contract. He's currently on 3.1. Uh, Xavier Rhodes, cornerback, 31 years old. Um, He'll they stay. he for free. And then and then two tight ends, Trey Burton and Mo Ali Cox, both out of contract. Um, so their biggest needs I had was wide receiver, tight end and defensive end. Obviously we would have said quarterback, but they've traded for uh, Carson Wentz. Oh, no, but still a need. Don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to give them some solid weapons. T.Y.'s out of contract in 32 years so I'd Michael Pittman's a good pick. You've got to go out and do it again. Um, yeah, I mean, they've still got Zach as
2: well. I, I think Zach Pascal is one of the most underrated players in the league um i i think he's a very very good little wide receiver and he does, probably is not going to command um you know that much in terms of salary cap going forward either so i think that's the guy that they'll probably keep um i, I don't see him hitting the market he's probably going to be a restricted free agent because he's coming towards the end of a rookie deal as well mm-hmm. uh mo alley cox had a great year last year um yeah. so it wouldn't surprise me if they keep hold of him as well and he's going to be on tuppence and apeney tuppence and me too um Colts are a funny one because how good is Carson Wentz? is he ruined Um, who knows Um, they're at the moment the team that are either going to be very very good or utter utter trash next season based on their quarterback are we going to see a return to the MVP candidate or the absolute you know trailer trash nonsense that we saw last season Um, I don't think that Wentz is what the Colts need but is what they've got so good luck
1: I mean they've got the running game so that helps. They've got oh, a, a very good o-line so that helps. Well, Anthony um,
2: Costanzo's retired now so they need a new left tackle.
1: Yeah, but they can they can go and get a left tackle. That's, you know, they they they'll be able to to pull something around um to be able to fill that. I think their defense was better than expected last season. I thought their defense was was going to be all right, but actually they played a lot better. Um, I'm I'm not convinced by Rhodes at all. I think I'd let him go. Oh no, no. Rhodes know... last season was amazing. Right?
2: Uh, no, I fantastic I... last season. <laughs> he was absolutely brilliant. When they they moved him to play in the slot, and he was essentially covering all the the short game, short game, and doing what Chris Harris Jr. was doing in. Um, for LA before he got injured. Um, and they've got, uh, who's the other one? Rocky Sin. Yeah, but, Sin. They, and, what, yeah, but yeah, Rocky Sin was doing true. all of the deep and all the donkey work. And no, I understand.
1: absolutely brilliant. He looked what? like Xavier Rhodes last season. What I'm saying is you don't want to hold on to Xavier Rhodes a year too long because he will start falling off a cliff. He's, he's, what, 32 now? He's 30, 31 32, at the moment. 31 at the minute, so he'll be 32 next season. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're going to have to draft somebody in there at some point. Yes. So no, why not Why anyway. not do it? You know, the, the idea of the game is, and this is what the Patriots were always very good at, unfortunately, was getting rid of players just as they hit that downward slope. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to happen with Rose this year. So I would seriously be thinking about, well, the problem is they die.
2: signed javier rhodes when he when he had fallen off a cliff he'd already fallen yeah. and they
1: they caught him
2: plucked him back and said get back in there you're a starter i don't yeah. think there's any chance they're getting rid of him i think they're keeping him That's um but I, he's basically come from a franchise where everyone said you're done you're wasted you're finished and he's been one of my favorite corners in years you know he's my he's i absolutely love javier i think he's brilliant um and they've basically shown their faith in him and said, no, we believe in you. And he's now come back. As I said, he will play for I think he'd play for free. Genuinely, if they just paid him a roster fee and said, come and play and enjoy it and be a, be a captain. How many guys go from being on a team as a cornerback, everyone thinking you're done, and then them pulling you in and giving you a captain, uh, being captain of the team? It doesn't happen very often. They've shown this faith. And I think they will keep him and they absolutely love him. But I agree. They've got to pick up someone just in case he falls off the cliff. But yeah. I do agree. But Rocky Sin might just be the most underrated cornerback in the league because he's sensationally good. Ooh. I think he was a first-round pick about three years ago, wasn't
1: he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Second round. Was he? I'm second, pretty said, been early. I'm pretty certain he was the answer to one of your quiz questions a few weeks ago as well. <laughs> might have been. <laughs> he might have been. I think you're no, right. Him, I mean, it's, uh, good to, it's good
0: to see they've moved on. Obviously, Phil Rivers has retired. Um, yep. this is the perfect place for Carson Wentz to go to. Out of all the places he, he could have gone, he's got the old coach, he's got the offensive line that he can sit behind and not get pressured so quickly like he was in Philadelphia. They're going to put some wide receivers there. Michael Pittman's really good. Um, they've still got good tight ends in um, in Jack Doyle anyway. Even if What's going on with T.Y. Hill, Jack
1: Doyle. It's... Have they still got uh, Way Hilton signed up? Yeah, but he's on, he's on too
2: much money. He's a free agent. He's on too much money. They'll get rid of him. Free
0: agent. There's no way yeah. he's going to resign. He won't, he won't be there um, next year. But at no. least we'll know now about Carson Wentz. One way or the other, we'll find out yeah. if he's good or not. Um, there'll be no... No,
2: I, I agree. I agree with you 100%. I think you're absolutely spot on Jim that this is the best place for Carson Wentz. I agree with that. I cannot argue. I don't think the script, if this was a Hollywood movie, and you said to him, give, we're going to give you the script and you write your script of where you want to go to. This is where we would pick. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure it's the best. I'm not sure he's the best quarterback for them. I think it's, it works really well for Wentz. I'm not sure it works as brilliantly for Indianapolis. I might be wrong. I genuinely might be wrong, but I didn't see anything last year from Carson Wentz that made me think he can come back and be brilliant. But, but what, we've they seen, seen that they've, to they've give done up it to
0: them, have they? They've been, what was it? I'm a, not worried about that. I'm not worried about maybe a third or a first. It's like
2: if they had to give up a seventh round pick and Philadelphia pays wages for the next decade, if he's hmm. trash, that doesn't matter. I don't care what you had to give up. If he's if he's useless, it makes no difference what you're paying him. If you've got an if, Do you think for one second, Andy Reid is worried about what he's paying Pat Mahomes? He couldn't give a monkey's toss because he's the best player in the league. Mm -hmm. If you're paying someone who's garbage, forget about the money. Doesn't matter. I don't care what I've paid him. Get him out. He's rubbish. And that's what we've seen with the Rams. They didn't believe in the quarterback. Get rid of him. Get a new guy in. The money's irrelevant. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that Wentz is the right guy for Indianapolis right now. Because Indianapolis are in a win now situation. I think they've got players to be able to win. I'm not sure I'm saying win a Super Bowl, but certainly win playoff games. Um, I just don't think that Wentz is what they need right now.
0: We'll if see. Not. If they get 2017 Wentz, as you said, Dave, then there's... Oh, yeah. Then, it, off, so. they're, then they're very dangerous. Mm-hmm. All right. So, two teams left then, boys. First up, it's the Houston Texans. They finished 4-12. and 12. Ah, They'll be wondering about that next year. Um, finished season. fourth in passing yards with uh, Derek Watson throwing for them. 31st in rushing. Uh, this 18th in points scored. Sixth in points conceded. Their best game? Well, not many, but the biggest win came in week 12 when they went into Detroit and won 41-25. to Derek Watson threw four touchdowns, including two to Will Fuller, who had over 170 yards receiving. Worst game? Could have done the eye gougingly the dull game between the Texans and the Browns, but the week 14 loss at the Bears was probably the worst. Bears won 36-7. Chad Henson was the Texans' leading receiver with 56 yards. Um, Chad Hansen was the Texans' leading receiver with 56 yards. That's how forgettable he was. Um, David Johnson, he's going to be back in uh, Houston after his contract got restructured this week. Johnson was a potential cap casualty, but he got freed up around $3 million with that new deal. The other Johnson, though, Duke, was not so lucky in air quotes and was released last week by the team. Um, free agents, well, obviously, J.J. Watt has gone. So, A.J. McCarran, their backup quarterback, he's uh, he's out of contract, 31 years old. Uh, Brennan Scarlett, outside linebacker, he's 28, he needs at least 2.8 to carry on. Garyon Conley, uh, first round, I believe, Um, He's 26, looking for a new contract. Will Fuller, obviously the uh, the speedy wide receiver, He's twenty-seven. I'm going to look for a new contract. Yeah, they've
2: confirmed.
0: They've confirmed that Will
2: Fuller's not coming back.
0: No, they're shipping him around they've, at the moment, yeah, hoping yeah, for a confirmed. trade. Um, and then Vernon Hargreaves as well. There's a cornerback who's been around the league a bit. He's now twenty-six and looking for a, a deal. Um, boys, talk to me about the Texans.
1: Dave, I mean, where do you start? Where do stick, you start? Stick the C four on all the columns <laughs> in the building. Blow it up and rebuild it. <laughs> the thing is. I I agree. I really do. That's um, what they're doing. But how?
2: I don't think they are. How can you? Every team that's ever rebuilt to success, as far as I know, every team, have always done it through the draft. You can't rebuild through free agency. And how can they do that when they've got four draft picks this
1: year? you know they can't yeah. do it so 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 they're going to be uh sucking for who's the quarterback coming out next year because no one next Derek. year is a
2: terrible no next year is a terrible draft uh, draft yeah. for quarterback it's awful is it? not having it? yeah mm-hmm. it's terrible there's no one coming out at the moment that's a standout that stand out. that the, if they are what they need to do is get confirmation from Deshaun Watson that he is going to play next season if they keep him. If he's not going to play, they have to ship him. They have to. Right now, there's about eight teams that I'm not saying can trade for him, but could. You know, That are in the market for him. That you can use as a bidding war against them. Mm -hmm. Once you enter free agency, that eight probably becomes five, maybe six. Let's call it five. Once you then go into the draft, that five becomes one. And that one is the Broncos. And that's because the Broncos are not going to select. No, it is. that that wrong, The Broncos are not going to select a quarterback in the draft. They're going to stick with Drew Locke. If we can get better, we will. But if not, we'll stick with Drew Locke. And then you're in a bidding war with one. And you can't keep him. You have to trade him before free agency, which they're not going to do because that starts in 10 days or so. It's madness. Utter, utter madness. If I'm the Texans, what I'm saying is I want two first. You know, three second, three third, and a couple of fourths. Rather than, I want a players. Of players in there as well. Players on, on on low amounts of money because I've still got Brandon Cooks on twelve million. I've still got Whitney Merciless on twelve million. I like Whitney Merciless, but not twelve million worth. <laughs> and they've still got Randall Cobb still on decent money. Bradley Roby, you know, Bradley Roby's on a drug suspension at the moment. He's still earning double figures. These, everything they have done, is wrong. Mm. everything and we know why it's because of Bill O'Brien but Jack Easterby and Jack Easterby I mean Easterby is one of those you know every decision he's made going back a long long way has been seemingly to try and hamper the Texans but if you look at the Texans they're a fashionable fashionable organization in a lovely town they're in you know a tax-free state where essentially it gives them 25 30 percent more cap space than everyone else Um, they're in a division where you know, they should be kicking everyone else's ass and they're a car crash. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It really does not make sense. And they've they've got a franchise or they had a franchise quarterback. They've had brilliant wide receivers. At one point they probably had the best wide receiver core in the NFL, arguably. Mm-hmm. But now they're yeah. just it's it's almost like you know the smoke's cleared after a bomb's gone off and you've gone jesus christ they've, they've taken everything <laughs> you know that's kind of where they are at the minute i don't know where they can go because seemingly they're still making stupid mistakes they either have to suck it up and go right the sean Watsons go going and we're going to try and get as many picks as possible not necessarily the most value pick just get the most number of picks um I think they have to try and do that. Or just say, we're keeping Deshaun Watson. We're going to risk it. But come out publicly and say, we are going to keep him. And mean it. I mean, that might be what they're doing right now. And we just don't know about it. But it's the wrong thing to do. If you've got a quarterback who said he will sit out. He absolutely will sit out. And he said, I will never play for you again. I will never wear that jersey Mm -hmm. again. The last thing I heard
1: from the Texans was that they were basically refusing to pick up the phone to anybody. Because they're that determined to keep hold of him. And like you say, you know, you've only got to read the comments from from Derek to know that he's not playing there, regardless of, of you know whether they chip him, don't chip him. Yeah. He's not gonna play. He will sit the season. It's kind of like that guy who's
2: in a nightclub going, she's she's it's that guy going, She's she's still my girlfriend and she's going, No, I'm
1: not, I've got a new boyfriend. What are you talking about, guys? <laughs> exactly. We're it. not together yeah. anymore. Yeah, we broke up six months ago. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, leave me alone. But yeah, exactly. But no, I was just going to say they might be the first team to actually just completely stuff their roster full of undrafted free agents.
2: Oh no, it won't it'll be. Be. It'll be guys It will be guys <laughs> who are completely past it, getting paid mm. well more than they should be. You know, it, it's it's insane. Larry Mctunsell is getting paid nearly twenty million next season in terms it's of mad, dead money. Twenty, nearly twenty-six million. It, it blows my mind. It really does. Mm. and to put, to make things worse they should be picking third this year they should be picking yeah. third in every yeah. round of of uh, the draft they should be picking third yeah they should be coming out of next season with a franchise quarterback and a roster that's you know full of players and full of excitement and everyone should be going yeah we can you know we can really make an impact instead it's a car crash and you are getting fans turning away from the Texans I've never seen it before where you get in a whole fan base going I'm done with you Mm. You know, I, I've yeah, not yeah. seen that in a long time. I've not seen that since, you know, since the Browns moved to Baltimore, where a whole fan base went, not anymore, bye. You know, and they basically went, well, we're not going to support anyone. It's weird. It's weird. And I don't get it.
0: Biggest needs I've got for the team. Well, a new owner and executive VP would be good. Uh, a Wide receiver. <laughs> tight end, defensive line, everything. defensive end and cornerback. Um. <laughs> So, I mean, Brandon Coop Co- is not a number one receiver no line. anymore. <laughs> um, Randall Cobb looks bad. like he got lost in a maze. Jordan Aikens is number one tight end ahead of Darren Fells. They've got explosive ta- uh, tackles in Tunsil and Titus Howard, but the line is porous. And just one other reason why, the- why Watson's so done with this team. Um, defensive end, so JJ's gone. Jacob Martin could clone himself and still not match JJ's production. And the cornerback, got, like I said, Bradley Roby on a-, on a drugs charge. Vernon Hargreaves and Eric Murray are former high picks, but for other teams just seems to on the way down with their careers. So yeah, there's so many holes that need fixing, that need filling, sorry. And the only way that I could see that the Texans get out of this is if they can trade with the Dolphins for multiple first round picks and tour. That's, that's the only way I can see they'd have a chance of doing it and they'd have to completely see change how they're, they're treating the the situation.
2: Yes, but I don't think there's enough skin in the game for the, for the uh, Dolphins to want to do that. because I don't think, I think
1: they
2: should, but... No, I mean, they may, but it That's kind of... That's the best of, situation you know, for they...
1: the Texans, I would say. Not, maybe not for the Dolphins. It, but... it, it, it'll It no. depend on how sold on Tua the Dolphins are after last season. So if I... the Dolphins are sitting there going, you know, no, Tua is our guy, you know, we like what we saw last year, mm-hmm. we think he's going to really progress, you know, we're properly behind him. Then, yes, you know you stick with tour and you keep your draft picks, and you put the pieces around it if you're not that sold on tour then yeah you 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 try and get yourself your franchise quarterback and and hope that you can pick up enough other pieces that it makes a difference i don't think
2: Miami is the destination for for Watson I really don't I don't think he's going no, to the you Broncos hits you stuff. want it to be Denver <laughs> no, I, no I, I don't think he's going it's to the Broncos either to be perfectly honest I, I, I genuinely don't think he'll be going to the Broncos I just don't think he's going to want to go in the same division and play Patrick Mahomes twice as he is I think that's going to be an impact and I don't think um, Denver as much as I love Denver and, and much as I enjoyed it when I was there I don't think it's a fashion enough metropolitan zone for him um <laughs> however Las Vegas <laughs> behave. Um, I think I think the ideal the ideal place for him to go is obviously San Francisco you know anyone yeah. who's been to San Francisco I've been to the airport walked around the airport for five hours and then flew out um, but it's it's a cool place it's Silicon Valley it's wherever you know people want to go to it's fashionable it's it's a great place the problem is Santa Clara really I, I don't not even think- San Fran well, no, but you'd live in San Fran, wouldn't you? That's the problem. Mm. They they it's play in Santa Clara, but you, you, yeah, you'd live in San Fran. And the, the problem is that San Francisco don't really have the draft capital that they would give away um, in to terms of high high draft picks. And you know, I'm I'm not being funny, but John Lynch is not as much of a sucker. You not you need to deal with an idiot. That's what they mm-hmm. need to. They need to ring up and go. I need a cornerback. I need a wide receiver. Give me a tight end as well. Yeah. Give me a couple of linemen. Give me a defensive lineman, and give me free picks. That's what they need. And they're going to ring up John Lynch and John Lynch is going to go, we've got Garoppolo. We're all right. I mean, if you want to do a deal, we can talk about it, but I ain't no fool. Ring Ryan Pace, ring Gettleman. I'm not the guy, you I'm not the guy you're fleecing here son, on your bike. That's the problem. Um, and I don't care what anyone says to Sean Watson, is is the only way he's going uh, to Chicago is if he's you know playing against them. There's no way he's actually going to Chicago. I'm sorry, that's not happening. Um, Giants, Jets, maybe, because I think New York suits him brilliantly. I think he'd mm. look great in either blue or green. Um, I just don't see the Jets wanting to go down that way, and I don't think the Giants are ready to move off Daniel Jones yet. They're not. Nope. For better or worse. Um, but no, I mean they are very much I think they're what they are at the moment the best way to sum up the Houston Texans is they are going up the <laughs> creek without a paddle and they are currently using their face instead of paddles. Um, and that's the best way to describe them. <laughs> and the waterfall is approaching very
1: quickly.
0: Yes. <laughs> well, I love the amount of analogies you put on the Texans since we started this this piece, Dave. Thank you very much. Has that happened? The, happen. the <laughs> last team, and by last I do mean last. Uh, were the Jacksonville Jaguars? They finished one and fifteen. They were twenty-first in passing yards. They were tied for twenty-eighth in rushing yards. They were thirty-first for points scored and second for points conceded. Their best game are oh, the Halcyon days of Week One and the twenty to twenty-seven to twenty win at home to the division rival Colts. Gardner Minshew threw three touchdowns, had a near perfect QB rating as well. Worst game? Well, what a choice there is. There were big losses to good teams. There were tighter losses to bad teams. How about the Week 16 loss at home to the Bears, 41-7? After going to Toteshoe in the first half, the Jags allowed 28 points in the second half against a beatable team. Uh, Good news for the Jags. Obviously, free agency, first of all. Uh, DJ Hayden, cornerback, is their most expensive at 6.3 million. He's 31 years old. Tyler Eifert, the now just average tight end, He's 31 years old, $4.7 million was his current contract. You've got Aubrey Jones at defensive tackle. He's 30 years old. Keelan Cole and Chris Conley, wide receivers. They're 28 and 29, respectively. And left tackle, first-round pick Cam Robinson is now 26 and probably looking for a new contract. If they want to keep him. He's been a bit hit and miss. Uh, Punk, how, how have you uh, sum
1: up the Jags? They need help everywhere. <laughs> I, I would sum it's up coming. the Jags by saying... You know, they, they, they've done the right thing. Mm. Um, They've secured the number one pick in the draft. Yeah. Um, I think last season, to be fair, their receivers weren't terrible. Some of the young receivers looked all right. LaVisca Chenault, the um,
0: yeah. draft pick, was very good.
2: I mean, LaVisca uh, Chenault and DJ Shark, other than that, it's trash. Yeah. You know, other than that, it's oh, James Cole Robinson. and uh,
1: James Rector. Robinson. As, yeah, no, Robinson, Robinson was all
2: right. Robinson but, was good but it's romance that everyone loves about Robinson the fact he was an undrafted free agent I think it's romance that makes everyone think he was brilliant he did okay he got a thousand yards that's that's good that's okay he's not their player of the season I, I think, don't mind he's, a, he's a done, receiver well. that gets 1,
1: mm. a thousand yards He's a receiver back. that gets me a thousand uh, sorry <laughs> any running back that gets me a thousand yards yeah is, no I think
2: he's, I think he's electric you know. and he's done fine um, I just think there's a lot of people overplaying what he's done because he was an undrafted free agent yeah um, I think it's the romance of that. Uh, but I I, think, I don't think their starters are actually that bad. I think starters-wise, I think they're okay. Um, I it's don't the think they're second terrible. you go beyond that. No, you look at Taven Bryant, uh, Clavon Chasen, who's a rookie this season, Miles Jack, Schobert, who's their player of the season, CJ Henderson, DJ Hayden, who we, who used to be... Uh, yeah, Steelers, we to- Hayden's decent. I mean, he used to be a Raider as well, didn't he? I think... No, it was he, Brown. he was Browns. used to be Brown. Brown.
1: No, he was he was he went to the Browns, didn't he, for a season or something or two seasons. It was
2: Browns, then Steelers, and then um, and then Jags. I think they're fine. They've got Josh Allen as well on the uh, defensive as a defensive end. The other Josh Allen, not. Uh, I was going to say, no, but um, I think they're really really good. I think they're very very good, and they've got um, Adam Gotsis as well, who's on there uh, as a defensive end. But no, my, uh, Joe Schobert last season was by far and away their best player. I think um he was he led the team in tackles fourth highest in the nfl um he led the team in interceptions and was the highest had most interceptions out of any linebacker in the league um seventh highest overall among linebackers in terms of pff grade or 17th in terms of pff grade um and he got a pick six i think against kirk cousins in like week nine or something like that um and yeah, in terms of interior linebackers, he was rated ahead of Devon Bush, ahead of Rockon Smith, ahead of Dre Greenlaw. I think he's a very, very good player. Um, and in terms, a lot of people will say, you know, he had more time on on the field as their defense probably played more snaps than most other teams. But <laughs> you know, let's not forget that Derrick Henry ran almost a hundred times more than anyone else, a hundred more attempts, but he got more yards. So what? Yeah, know, I can't the Joe success, go.
0: Again. He was great for them. Yeah. Well,
2: back. the problem was is that they they gave him a, he was an undrafted free agent, so he could speak to anyone, mm. and the Jags guaranteed him twenty five million, um, and that's one of the reasons that the, the you know the Browns were so upset with a lot of the replacements that they got. because Schobert was brilliant, <laughs> um, and Schobert and Mac, in terms of interior linebackers of any team that play a three four, um, they were rated as a peer um, best by PFF in Mm -hmm. all of the NFL. They've got the basis of a decent team. they just got a crap quarterback. The second, the absolute second, this is the funny thing. You want to be in a position in the NFL where you have got the best quarterback in your division. That's what you want. You want to be in that position. Um, And right now, they've got the worst quarterback in that division. In a couple of months, they're going to have potentially the best because... You know, Deshaun Watson's not going to be there anymore. God knows who's playing quarterback for the Texans next year. Um, you know, roll a dice; might be McMahon. Glenn. Who knows? It could be anyone. Um, Carson Wentz, James I'm still not Wings. sold on. <laughs> Carson Wentz, I'm still not sold on. And you know, you've got Trevor Lawrence. You've got a choice of Trevor Lawrence or Ryan Tannehill. Now, I'm kind of being a bit of a fanboy and going, I'm kind of sticking with Lawrence at the moment. So their identity as as a team instantly has changed. They've um, got new GM, new head coach, new mm-hmm. quarterback, n- new team. Um, they are in theory like, the 10 like, 10 picks 10 picks like you say, rough. but
1: every yeah. every season, every season, there's always a a team that's done terribly and come last in their division that will jump up. Oh, and last last to first, yeah, last first. You know, there's always one, maybe two, occasionally. I can really see a scenario where the Jags do that. You know, I mean, normally it's the AFC South, uh, yep. sorry, the NFC South, you well, know, AFC the South does it Falcons, well. Bucks do it all the time, but well, yeah, they, they used to, but you look at the last few years and it's really very much been, you know, the Titans, Titans a couple over of the last seasons, couple of years. There have been, and then, been and seasons then it's, where Texans have gone from worst to first and
0: Jags have
1: yeah, done the Yeah, and like I said, it does happen, yeah. but, but the key to doing it is your quarterback and mm. it, it always has been. If if you know, and you are right saying about their defense and they've got pieces, it's just can they put enough pieces together in this draft and in free agency to actually help Lawrence? Yeah, and, and the not thing get... is, well,
2: with we, and it's what I mentioned earlier on with the Texans, I think the Jags are in exactly the same position. Florida is pretty much a tax free state, so their cap is 20, 30, 40 percent higher yeah. than other teams um, and you know Jacksonville are almost building a new identity now where they've as I said they've got a new GM they've got a new head coach and they can go out and be a bit more be a bit more aggressive in free agency um, if you're a wide receiver and they say do you want do you want to come and play for Evan Meyer and do you want to come and catch balls thrown by exactly. um, Justin Lawrence yeah Trevor Lawrence. yeah absolutely though Trevor Lawrence not Justin Lawrence yeah Trevor Lawrence then yeah Trevor absolutely sign me up you yeah, know? exactly it, exactly. it becomes it a, different, a
1: difference
2: yeah and it's not even a case of do you want to live in buffalo where it's minus 40 and people jump on tables no go and live in don't even have to live in jacksonville no you know just say all right but i want to live in miami and you have to fly me in every night all right fair enough we'll do that <laughs> you know, that absolutely stick stick five guys on a plane we'll fly you in every other day whatever mm-hmm. i think it it's it's almost they are the team that could go from being last to first. And there's a lot of free agents where they're just clearing crap. And I think that's a big thing. They've got um, a lot of What you mentioned space. earlier on about... Yeah, what you mentioned earlier about Tyler Eifert showing that he's a he's over the hill in some I know he's over 30, but I mean, he was catching passes last year from Garner Minchu, Mike Glennon, and what was his name? Jake Luton? Jay Luton?
0: Yeah, Jake Luton.
2: I yeah. mean, yeah, I mean... I don't care who you put in there. You're not going to
0: be looking like a stellar tight end. You're going to that, spend all your time. That's fair. They could still target someone in the draft. Um, yeah, you know. no, I think they should. I think they absolutely should. But
2: I don't I don't necessarily think tight end is going to be one of their big issues. Um, it's also
0: it's, a very, very shallow tight end class. Oh, they're going to be tight ending in free agency,
2: which again is why Johnny Smith's going to be getting Carl Rudolph. big old money no. if he moves. <laughs> Carl Rudolph, yeah, exactly. But I, this all leads to the fact that there's a lot of tight ends out there who are in free agency who are going to be getting decent money. Mm. But if you get a good, how many times have we seen it as well, where you get a really, really good quarterback who turns an average tight end into a solid player? I mean, we saw the emergence of Lee Smith last season. We did. I've left. If. I've left a pause there so everyone can go ooh. Exactly Because last year he would look decent, but That's he was with the bills, um, yeah, well he because it was it it was Tyler Croft, who's the first
0: oh god Dawson um, tight end
2: Dawson Knox. he's Tyler Croft, I don't know, but yeah, either way, it's uh I'm sure there's a tight end called Tyler croft somewhere, uh, but yeah, yeah. He, you know you were seeing you were seeing tight ends that just had generic names who were coming out, I and mean, if you've got a good solid quarterback, they make a decent tight end. So it wouldn't it wouldn't shut me a huge amount if Titans not their main focus, but they've they've got holes all over the roster and they've got, but they they're the exact opposite to the to the, uh, the Texans. They've got capital to be able to fill it in the draft and in free agency. They've got cap space. Texans don't have that. Jags have got capital in the draft. Texans don't have that. You know, and they've got a quarterback that's sort of Texans don't have that. I mean, this, this the the exact opposite for. Uh, of two teams, it's just amazing how situationally they are the exact polar opposites of each other.
0: Well, last year the Jags had about 12 draft picks, didn't they? About the same again this year. But last year they Mm. didn't use one of those picks on a quarterback. And I thought they were crazy, but it's worked out for them because they were able to still pick enough skill players to get themselves ready for this year. They they went in with Minshew, he got injured early, they didn't have anyone really to back him up. And even when he was healthy, they they kind of held him back because they wanted to try and get the first overall pick. Obviously, the Jets were gunning hard for that until they started winning a couple of games. But the the Jets held their their position, and look how it's paid off for them. I think they're 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 primed. Of any team at the moment in the league, they're primed to make the biggest jump. Them and the Jets. And
2: the Jets. And the Jets have got a possibility to make a decent jump. Depending um, on what they do
1: and in the draft. But. Yeah,
2: I mean, all of this, or everything we're saying right now is is with an asterisk attached to it, mm-hmm. um, an enormous asterisk attached to it. Um, if they go out and... I mean, who doesn't want to live in Florida? You know? I mean, you abs- you can me, live in Georgia. Well, you can live in Georgia and travel down. It's not a big issue. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? If, in they're right on the border. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, Georgia's lovely. Um, but I think that they've put themselves through being brave enough to be crap in a wonderful position <laughs> and yeah, they yeah. are the story of what the nfl is yeah um but in terms of their rookies last year there's not many of their rookies where you can look and go you had a bad season it was a hard season it was a real hard season there's going to be questions Character i asked about a lot of them oh Clavon chase on a lot of the time i mean people were saying last year he was he potentially could sneak into the top 12 15 maybe Mm. Um, I'm not sure where they ended up picking up I know they picked up Henderson, CJ Henderson um, First round as well, yeah First round, he, I mean that was a bit rich for me, he was first one off the board Still did really well though Worked out brilliantly, and yet people saying all that as you reach, you've you've done really well to pick up um, pick up Clavon Chase and late. but I mean both of them are worked out The year before, you know, everyone was predicting them to pick up um, Taylor in, what was it, third or fourth uh, Jawan Taylor, their their right tackle, saying, "Oh, they'll pick him up third or fourth overall." They picked mm-hmm. him up in the second round. Yeah, and they and they still got a pass rusher as well. So it, they are they have in recent times, despite their, you know, despite their uh, chaotic management setup, they've managed to draft really well at the top of the draft. Um, and of course, they've got two first rounders this year because of uh, um, the Rams giving them their. Uh, their first round pick as well
0: it was well, jake doing was a pick in the sixth round of last year's draft sorry one of their their 12 picks or 14 picks whatever it was did go yeah, to a sixth rounder. don't count the sixth round <laughs> shouldn't they well look, God, uh, no, was... no one who's ever been picked
2: in the sixth or seventh rounds ever done anything <laughs>
0: <laughs> very true though very very true yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's it that is the afc north and afc south teams reviewed um, next week it'll be on to the NFC. We'll be in the the West and the East. Punk, I'm not sure if we've got you next week. Is that right? We, yeah,
1: we... no, I'm tapping out next week. Uh, but uh, I I I think you might know the guy that we might have coming in. I'll try and get
0: someone with skin in the game for one of those divisions to uh, to come in and help me and Dave. Uh, is riff- it Jimmy Garoppolo? No, it's not Jimmy. It's Garoppolo. not Jimmy Garoppolo. No, is it not?
2: No.
0: Uh, I was hoping. Anyway. <laughs> anyway well thanks very much boys for uh, for doing the pod today um guys make sure you're checking us out on twitter at jim and the king at denver dave 30 and at punk underscore raider King.com has got our place for free streaming uh, and check our stuff there um until next week though i've been jim that's been never dave that's been punk Raider. thank you so much for listening